What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Almost Grown Up podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave a review and a rating. We'd really appreciate that. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel using the link in the description. I hope you enjoy. Alright, amigo. Tres, dos, uno. I didn't do it. Oh, that's the only one impulse. Like I said, um, just to be funny to just I'll just do this. <laughs> be funny if you both did that and then just no clap. You have to do it again. Do we? No, I think we would have had to do it. Oh, all right, right. But I feel like we would have both noticed if there was no clap sound. Anyway, yeah. uh, we are back with episode eighteen, baby. Bam! So glad you did because I always forget. Yeah, even um, I reminded you just before we started. Hi, I'm Zine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and I'm your best friend. <laughs> best friends. You always say that. What do you like to say? I remember when we were recording one of the one of the intros, and you're like, "If you want to hear just two best friends," and then we both burst out laughing. You're like, "Best friend, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> um, so yeah, it's now 2021. Uh, I think I've mentioned. I feel different. So different. Yeah. I feel like we've you left me. we've left COVID behind. Yeah. Uh everyone's, you know, gone back to normal. Yeah. Nothing to be afraid of. Apart from spiders. Well, for you anyways. I don't, I wouldn't say it's like a fear unless it's like a big, a huge one. <laughs> How big Even, are we talking? Like ones that can bite you and it's like ah Bruh, there was one just just over yeah, here. Yeah, but I'm gonna can't see it. It's like tiny. It tiny. was it was like this big. This motherfucker goes. <laughs> no, what are you doing? And then I killed it. <laughs> I just like to make um, sound effects on it. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Although I did get sent a TikTok from from Lily that said, by, Lily, kill, by killing them, yeah, yeah, by killing them, you are essentially just making them stronger because then the only strongest who know how to hide survive. Oh. Um, it's from this doctor. Uh, I think we'll, I'll try and give you the link so we can put the link okay. in the description. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, check it out. There's some interesting facts on there. Some that I didn't want to hear so much, but I now know. It's that survival of the fittest, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But I'm still probably going to kill spiders. Sorry for any like, super any vegan. super vegans. Super vegans, as opposed to like normal vegans. <laughs> like there's 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 tears. <laughs> yeah, because like top tiers like the militant ones that are like really like unbearable. Oh no, actually, I guess you can you can get that because you have those who just don't eat animal products. Then you have those who don't. That is vegan though. Yeah, no, but some still wear leather, or oh, use, so use products, eat, like okay, body products. Use, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. And then, like, I don't know, vegans out there. I mean, if we're chatting a load of shit, let us know. <laughs> um, but then there are like the 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 bearable vegans who, I think, the the ones that I've met, they're the ones that have they would they started doing um like fluff hanging from my beard. <laughs> yeah, I just took my sweatshirt off. No, you good. Which you might have seen in the intro to this video. Yeah. Um, but the ones they've just. Uh... <laughs> I guess, yeah. Is that um, a spider? <laughs> no. Um, the ones who have started off as vegetarians and then it wasn't that big a jump to make, they're the ones that kind of understand a little bit more because they're like, yeah, it was easy for me because I went from, you know, only vegetarian to cutting out a very small amount of things, but I understand for someone else who's come from like a meat eating background. Yeah, it's a bigger jump. Eggs, everything, milk, like everything. Yeah, and uh, I think the hardest part is the social aspect, and like going to a restaurant with your mates, mm. because you have to either either one find like a specialist 
place yeah. that has like a decent vegan menu so you have some options yeah or you have to just go and make some food out the sides i feel like more and more restaurants now are oh yeah of, now they are but yeah yeah i mean like two three years ago yeah forget about it unless you're in california but like now i mean it might be like city dependent but in london anyways they're quite like everywhere do you know what i've been I not, not that out much i've been out in fucking ages yeah but last time i went to oaxaca they've got t- tons of vegan and veggie stuff um, I guess, yeah, it's not, you know, the same amount of choice that you, say, would have if you're a meat eater or just veggie. Um, but I guess it's the start, you know. But the vegans are like, just try, like, two days out of the week where you don't eat meat. And I'm like, I could get on board with that. People are also doing vi- veganuary. But that... Or veganuary. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be veganuary because it's not January, but you're also not a vegan. Vijayan, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> it's like I think you should be a Vijayan. <laughs> like, I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm alright. No, I'm fine. Um, but like, so that's actually how we should eat. I think we talked about this ages ago. What? Where, like, it's not all about being all in on one diet. It's having all of them, but spreading them out through the week. So you know, we shouldn't have three fucking meat meals a day. Like, I mean, you might fucking differ. <laughs> I do. But it's like, that's not how... <clears throat> Sorry. Biologically and sort of through history, like, that's not really how humans have ever been. You know? Like... They... It just... Well, they it's, pay, it's, well, they essentially, the, the Mediterranean diet is kind of, quote-unquote, the best one. Obviously, like, everyone's going to have their own um, opinion on that. But um, there's they've done tons of studies where, you know, you have, like, I think one or two fish meals um, a week, and then, like two or three meat meals and then the rest are like kind of veggie and you just you just spread them out so it's not just fucking like red meat all the time and like that's gonna clog up your heart you know so lily also (laughs) she before she was vegetarian she only used to eat chicken um yeah and then she said i feel like that's quite a common thing right yeah it's it's weird because i'd be like if you eat meat eat all of it but yeah, but I, I, I can kind of see that I, Yeah, I get it, because I think a lot of people find red meat quite heavy and a bit like, oh. And red meat is very much like, it just looks like a slab of meat. Like, it's kind of hard Which to... I fucking love. It's kind of hard to um, disguise it. With chicken, you can kind of... It, it looks... It doesn't look like just a big old bit of meat. Yeah, because like, yeah, there, there, breast, there is that disconnect between it's white what's meat, on the, what's on the white. plate and what's, like, the animal running around mm. and the bigger that disconnect is, the easier it is for someone to eat it. So I do get it. Yeah. Because some people find it like, they'll eat chicken nuggets, but they can't eat like chicken wings. Like, because the, the fact that it's on a bone, that freaks them out. Mm. And to be honest, I get the same thing. Like if I'm, if I'm having some chicken wings and for some, like one reason or the other, one of the bro- the bones are broken, weirds me out, I can't eat it. Really? Because that, because that to me makes it real that it was an animal. Do you know? If the bones are broken? Yeah, like, you know, if it, if, if it's been like, Oh, broken somehow, and, and then you're, you're eating it, and then you realize the bones of the wing or the leg or whatever you're having like, is damaged or fractured or something. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I get that though. Yeah, so like you know, so I don't do it often, but like we went to like KFC for example, which is like you know the lowest of low quality <laughs> chicken you probably get. Yeah, even if it's chicken. Um, yeah, just a, just barely chicken, mm. just barely chicken. JBC. JBC. Coming soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> Salmonella coming soon. That's gonna sell very well. Um, yeah, like when those have been broken, I think I've, like when we've been in your car, and I just, just you know, I'm like, Whoa. like that chicken wing is not getting touched. I, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of chicken wings, but the ones that, you know, like you have the the big, big fuck off meat, uh, meaty chicken wings where they're kind of, you get the thin ones and then you get the ones which you have mean, like the, the, the double bone of... or the single bone. Hard to explain, but... Well, one has two bones. You get the one that has like <laughs> the kind of fatty bit on the end. It's like, a, it kind of does that and then it goes like kind of big, like around one side. The single bone. Probably, yeah. Okay, but anyways, <laughs> I can't have that fatty, chewy bit. Like, as soon as I get to that bit, I'm like, ah, get out of there. No thanks. Whereas some, we've had where, yeah, the double bone ones, mm. you just eat the whole thing. Because it's just, it's all meat. There's no... That still has the... That's the yeah, but not as much. Nowhere near as much. Because there's like these fucking round, like, chewy bits. and like, Egh. Yeah, it's like, imagine eating your own knee joint. Yeah. Maybe not your own. That's kind of weird, but... Yeah. Someone else's. The chicken's. Poor chicken. Grim. Oh, chicken, yeah. We've done a 360 there. 180. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Go the same direction again. Uh, so, can Azim and Camille figure out degrees of rotation, this podcast? Um, no. So, I had a... Yeah. I think it was the last podcast where we were talking about, or maybe just before we started recording, so I don't know whether the viewers know, but we were talking about investing in crypto. Yeah. All right, so uh, I got sent this... Uh, it was actually a YouTube video which talks about a Reddit post. So, so a bit of a case of Chinese whispers here. Uh -huh. But I thought it was a very interesting um, dilemma. So this... Uh, so well, I read this, what, like two, three days ago? So it might be... Do me a favour. Move that mic to your left. People can't see your, 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 your face. Boom. That's better. Um, so there were these two twin brothers. Obviously there'll be two because that's what twins are. Um... um I don't know if they're identical, but sort of that doesn't really matter in this in this story. They basically inherited a hundred thousand dollars each, um, and one of them chose to invest it <clears throat> in in silver. This is like a few years ago. Mm -hmm. The other one chose to, when I say a few years, I think like 2012, 2013. So back when Bitcoin was really really small, or like first coming about. Yeah, I think it was like around a hundred dollars for one Bitcoin. Jesus. So, one of them did Bitcoin, the other one did silver. And made some other stocks and shares investments. <clears throat> now, they're both twins, right? So this Reddit this Reddit post is from the guy who invested in silver. He, after I think four or five years, uh, that thirty k that he invested into silver came back as twenty six. So he made a four k loss. Damn. Um, <laughs> the the Bitcoin guy, he he was a, a Millionaire. He's a millionaire, yeah. I can't remember how much, how many millions. I think it was like nine or ten, something like that. Yeah. Now, the Reddit... But from 30 grand or from 100 grand? From, they... the, from the 100 grand. Oh, so he put 100k into Bitcoin, whereas the other one put 30k into silver. I don't know if it was the, if it was the full amount. I'm sure there must have been some other bits. Okay. But, but, then... so, but so they didn't invest the same amount? Not the same proportion. Okay, no. cool. Um, so he, the silver investing brother had 30k in silver, and then he, he was a bit vague about how much went into stocks and shares, which is sort of where this story breaks down a bit but there it was kind of like uh the evidence was corroborated by other reddit users so it's it checks out basically okay so <clears throat> this the, this brother's posting and he's like I, f I can't go to like family events anymore i just don't go anymore because i can't bear to hear that you should have done what your brother did all this kind of stuff mm. um and then should have could have would have though uh yeah yeah so this is the thing so this other brother also the Bitcoin guy, he gave him one Bitcoin at the end of it as well. Right, okay. So, now, now Lily was saying, why would you only give him one Bitcoin? And I'm and I'm thinking, I get where you're coming from, 
Yeah. But the thing is, he didn't even have to give him that because no, the exactly. bottom line is. So I think I think fundamentally what I was saying, I was playing devil's advocate because obviously I'd want like, let's say if it was me and my sisters, I want them to, to do well as well. And if I had like if I had that many millions, I'd be like, fucking have it, like, live comfortably, like sure. don't know, like have enough to never work again, yeah. and then do then from there do what you want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now all these other other Reddit users were like, well, you're complaining about, um, even having. You know, hundred thousand. That's more than other people can ever have. Because yeah. that was that was the initial inheritance, was, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and then from that point onwards, you got is your decision to make with it's it your what, what you do. Decision, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Your... So, so Lenny was saying, well, why didn't you just give him more? Like, why give him one bitcoin? I'm like, yeah, but he didn't have, even have to give him that. Like, he didn't owe him anything. No. I it, all like if you boil it down to fundamentally what they've done is they've just made different decisions. And some other Reddit users were, but this is kind of the problem with going on Reddit for any sort of sort of like advice like this, is that you'll get if you taunt to shreds because other people are like. Number one, you're ungrateful. Number two, like you miss opportunities every fucking day. This is just a bit more in your face because it's someone that you're genetically identical to and financially now as well. I think financially is always going to be the bigger blow. I think, yeah. And then some other Reddit user went, just get your ass to the gym because he might be richer than you, but this is the only way you're going to make yourself feel better. You have a better <laughs> ring. <laughs> I, was like, Fair enough. I mean, it doesn't make up for the uh, how many million, but. Yeah, but to be fair, I'm pretty certain but, they're yeah. well off anyways. Like, Yeah, well, this is the other thing. So in this story, he said that his brother also has a job where he gets paid quite well. Um, this is the brother who... The Bitcoin brother. Oh, okay. Um, he gets paid quite well as it is. Okay. And then um, then he's just kind of there or thereabouts. And I'm thinking, well, you're either there or thereabouts, but then you also got 100k invested. So that's more than anyone can say. You have enough to... That's tons, yeah. Yeah, like you still... Plus you still have 26k. Yeah, but, but also, to... so has it ever been disclosed as to what the the brother who invested in silver um, does for a living? Like, is he, no, is he no, pretty no. well off? Oh, okay, he didn't say, but he just he just still he mentioned that he still has to worry about money. So, okay, in this in this uh, <clears throat> sort of moral debate, I guess I understand where my girlfriend was coming from in that you'd want him to do well, but at, at the same time, that brother by giving him that one bitcoin after he'd made all his millions, mm. has already helped the silver investing brother to break even. He's already made up for his losses by giving him that one Bitcoin. So okay. he's basically gone back to square one and said, invest in Bitcoin. Do it now. Could be, yeah. Like, why are you... Yeah. He's given him every... He's literally given him everything he needs and all this, this guy's doing is just getting down on the dumps. And I get it must be hard, especially when it's like, you know, the person you'll be compared to all your life because he's your twin. Yeah. I get that's the hard part. But I just thought it was an interesting, like, moral dilemma of does that older brother, oh, sorry, older brother, <clears throat> does the richer brother owe him anything? Because I, mean, I get, like, everyone's relationship with their family is different, so I understand. But I think it's just an interesting story of... There are... There just decisions are... to be made. Because the, the way I contextualised it was, let's say, for example, um, the guy didn't invest in silver. He decided to spend it on strippers and cocaine right because mm-hmm. it's still a decision that he's made with his amount of money from the same starting point yeah then does a brother owe him anything no so the, the <clears> thing <throat> is like you, you can look at it from a few different sort of viewpoints one is for me personally if i was to sort of put myself in the shoes of the guy who invested in silver yeah it's like um being given that to me feels like pity it or it can it can come across that way. It's like, oh, here you go. 
Does it's like, well, I don't, I don't want, I don't want that. <clears throat> like, you, like for me, I'd be like, well, that's your decision. You made that, and then also through that whole sort of period where, you know, this is obviously what twenty thirteen or whatever you said it was. This is fucking seven eight years ago. That was when they got the got the their inheritance. But they so both they, invested at so the same three, time, so right? This was around 2017 18 now sure where this has all happened and cool. he's posted on reddit but so at, at the same time you need to like own your decision but you need to also um always review your decision so like say if you invest in something you can't just be like yeah cool you know i'm gonna i'm gonna put that in there and forget about it that is a good strategy 100 percent. like to just kind of not touch it not sell it not do do whatever but at the same time if something clearly isn't yeah, working, if you had, look at a company he had and they four com- years to be like, maybe I should take it out. Well, no, exactly. Like if you, if you see silver like really going down or just staying really flat, and then Bitcoin is doing this mad move, you kind of need to sort of un- like reanalyze and go, huh, have I made the best decision? Should I maybe half my position in silver and then maybe kind of try to equal that out in Bitcoin and see what happens and then kind of play it safe that way? Um, you know, because then you're you're just going on a hope and a prayer. I mean, obviously, investing is almost a, a little bit like that. Um, but it's an it's, informed hope and a prayer. It's not... Yeah. Well, unless you got to do your research. Like if, yeah. Obviously, if you invest in companies, you have something to go off of because it's like, you know, their financial records, you know who the CEO is, you know what's kind of happening with the company, what their plans <clears> are. They have to, like, um, uh, give you certain information um, every quarter and every year. Mm. Um, and that's how, obviously, the company then funds itself as well through investments. But like with something like Bitcoin, obviously, only now it's become more tangible in the sense that like institutions and like banks and like big companies yeah like the media have just gone oh yeah this is the thing now they've just decided whereas obviously all these people who are kind of seen as being wackos and, and kooks going why, why, why are you buying this I was a non-believer in the first time I remember when I was at uni and my mate was like this is the next big thing mm. and I was like because he was like he spends so much time on reddit yeah and smoke a fuck ton of weed yeah so I, I was like it, you do that. It does have that <laughs> kind of connotation. Now I'm like, probably should listen to him. Yeah, but it's all in hindsight, though, isn't it? Like, that could have just as well gone, um, just as equally gone south as it is, like, now where, you know, where it's sat. But yeah, it's like, and, and this is the thing where people were trying to contextualise this guy's uh, struggle to, I don't know, accept his own decisions and what's the, the outcomes of them. They were saying, like, you miss, you miss opportunities every day of the week every yeah, hour of the day exactly so why is any different you know and i think i think since he's actually taken the post down <clears> and <throat> when when lily told me that i was like it's quite sad that he's had to resort to go into reddit right because this is a man now who's was unable to talk to family members unable to attend family events probably can't talk to his girlfriend or wife or his other half whoever it is about it to help him find peace with his decision. Yeah. He's had to go to a bunch of strangers on the internet mm-hmm. to now be like, how do I deal with this? Here's the situation. Yeah. It also comes down like the parents <clears throat> and the family, they're also at blame because... Like, I don't think anyone's to blame. No, There's no. Like, sorry, no one to, sorry like, n- not to blame, but but if he feels uncomfortable going to social situations and stuff, like, obviously we don't know the full <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah. It's like, well, if, if you're always saying to him, oh, you should have done what your brother did, uh, you're an idiot, or whatever, mm-hmm. like not saying, not saying that they have said this, but just kind of yeah, that's yeah. the picture that I'm getting getting in my head <clears throat> like they they shouldn't be doing that do you know what I mean like that's yeah that's, that's true. also where the problem lies because obviously now this dude's like insecure but, but then at the same time maybe it's his insecurities that make him feel that way before even going there and we'll never know yeah that's so there's, the there's a lot of unknowns to this but I think it's just an interesting uh, moral uh, 
indicator of someone because yeah. I think I think me and Nelly were aligned on the fact that yeah, if it was us, we'd want our family members to do well, especially if you're if you're living so comfortably. Like, because she made a good point in that. Well, when you have that many millions, it's only gonna like there's only so much you can spend in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, all that's gonna happen is is gonna get passed down to his mm-hmm. kids anyway, so it's gonna stay within the family. Yeah. So you may as well spread it linearly rather yeah. laterally rather than yeah totally I think <clears throat> same. also what you're saying about them, that brother is like he was still having to worry about money that's kind mm-hmm. of where you then go okay I would never want someone in my family to struggle or... but then at the same time I sort of understand by him giving that one bitcoin yes you can see it as pity but equally you could be like I'm giving you every sign you need look what I've done with this yeah. I'm giving you this to, to go back to where you started also what they were quite unclear about in the post was where the other seventy k, how those stocks and shares investments, how they went. Sure. So it may have not gone as well then, as well. But then you'd think, with his quote unquote pity story, he would have mentioned it if it was a big loss. Sure. Because that would help. Yeah. That would help his point. his um his story. Could have wanted to keep it separate though, but but whatever. Yeah. But but, but still, like say for instance, <clears throat> I always like to think, um, and I can only ever speak hypothetically because. You don't know what's going to happen when you're in that sort of situation. Mm. Uh, say if you're in a lottery, right, for instance, right? Or you just happen to just come across all this fucking money, right? You, mm. I, I would think that I would like to, uh, I would like to, I would um, spread that out amongst, like, my, my really close mates. Like, you wouldn't think- go, oh, I'm going to do 10%, like, equally or whatever and give that out. No, you go, here's a, a really good amount. But, so, like, like, it's just oh. like, okay, here's, here's something to just kind of be like... Um, like you can chill out for a bit. You have you don't have to worry about anything, or you can just splash it on a nice holiday, or whatever. Like it's just. I'd like to give like sharing... a starting point because the other thing is, because the amount of people who are just unhappy after they win the lottery because obviously money changes people and the way people view you. So friendships change apparently too. Yeah, hundred percent. People just go oh. Because yeah, obviously, like, why did he get more than me, or why did da da da? Exactly. <clears throat> so, I was thinking if you give them like an equal starting point because. I'd like to think that your circle of friends, you can't just go from like being roughly the same to you being up here to then still being friends. It wouldn't work. You're going to have more different people, different sort of people surround you at, the, at this stage up here. Yeah. In well, that, in that sort it, of... it depends. Cause like... But they won't be real real friends because then the second you lose well, that money, they're Exactly, gone. yeah. So I think it makes sense to bring your friends up from the ones you had to begin with. So I, I, I kind of get what you mean to yeah. give them a starting point. But also having, having that... So suddenly having no money or like... A normal amount of money, so then suddenly having millions, I, I, I think don't it's still feel like the same mentality of yeah, of, but I I don't feel like that should change who you hang out with. I don't feel like oh, your well, your circle would then change because you suddenly go oh I can now hang out with this person. It's not like you suddenly then meet celebrities. That's not how it works. No, no, like, you but, just get to go to fancier places. Yeah, well, who, I will, would want to anyways. I'd still be banging out KFC blood. <laughs> the broken chicken wing. <laughs> I know you don't like it. Yeah. Um, I think I think you still would though because even if you're it's just being present in those places and eventually you know people talk to people I guess but some rich people are fucking <clears throat> idiots bro like they just some poor people are idiots though too yeah but I, I think I don't think it's, I don't it's think just it's a also just basis. that mentality of like you know when somebody has money and they're like very much yeah well, look at me that's like okay hang on I don't want to hang out with somebody like that not to say that all rich people are like that 100% no because I have um, some really close mates who have who are in very fortunate positions um, and they've worked hard for it um, and they're not like that at all they're very much just like yeah we just chill do whatever mm. like you know um, they're not like flashing their cash and, and, and stuff um, but I just you know it, you get that connotation of like people who do 
have all this money and then you know i have met some of some of those friends who i just mentioned their friends or like their kind of acquaintances and i've gone i don't want to associate myself in this group of people because it's just not it's not it's not me i don't feel comfortable but then at the same time do you not think that if you spend long enough around those people purely because of where you're going because your your friends who haven't had that like let's let's just use the lottery as an example right because uh-huh. that'll probably be the quickest time frame to make the biggest disparity yeah so uh those friends that haven't won the lottery <clears throat> they won't be able to follow you around at all the places you want to go and want to experience because they can't afford it without you having to pay for them all the time that'll create uh sort of invisible dependency yeah so that'll okay. put strain on that friendship yeah. now because they can't be there to give you that sort of grounding to keep you, you know, held down to, you know, remember where you came from sort of thing, you will be around those circle of people and that sort of, uh, I suppose, not entitlement, but the sort of, uh, we're meant to be here and we deserve nothing less sort of mentality may start to creep its way into your, Mm. firstly, like your, like, vernacular and then eventually the way you think, um, the way you do things and, you know, it's just a knock-on effect from there, you know? So I think think it's an inevitable trickle feed into that sort of lifestyle. it's also just hard like you, you you will never know unless you're in that situation so obviously here we're we're saying with this sort of stuff how we'd like to do this or yeah i think i think we think that way be, now in our current headspace where yeah but i think it's nice to be like knows. aware of like just be realistic about the fact that it probably will happen and the more aware of you are the, hopefully the more you can slow it down or yeah. the more you can just be aware of all these sort of things but we'll just we'll just stay cool forever it's a <laughs> solved it um but it's <laughs> it's um it's a weird conundrum there because you could go into that thinking this could be the happiest time of my life and yet I'm considering all these other perspectives, trying to not upset this person, that person. Becomes stressful. It, yeah. And then eventually you'll you'll springboard back the other way and be like, Why am I worrying about all these people? And you become like passive aggressive and be like, yeah. Fuck it, I'm just gonna make myself happy because that's all I can do. Yeah, okay. And there's never one right way to do it, you know what I mean? Which is why I can understand now where people win the lottery and they're just like unhappy, they end up blowing or or being dead within the next four or five years or having less money than they started off with before they won the lottery because that also happens we just build up debt because you actually don't realise how to manage money how to (laughs) fucking look after your finances 20 million on black (laughs) yeah (laughs) financial investment (laughs) imagine if it comes off though (laughs) remember you're playing GTA online (laughs) you're like on black I'm like I'm like okay I'll do it you're like no no don't do it I'm like yeah but (laughs) if (laughs) that's pretty much the, the two words that gambling is built on what if? Yeah, that's how they get you, man. Suck you in. Oh, yeah. Keep you there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all on black, yeah? I'm all a red guy. Oh. What nah. the hell is... <laughs> <laughs> nah, just don't gamble. Stay away from that shit. Slot machines. <laughs> no, Slot. that's like the worst. Because it's, it's all chance. There's not even... I mean, obviously, like you can play poker and there's a bit of skill involved. But it's like... Do you know I always wondered in poker? You have so, no like, what if, choice in the map. I feel like you've spoken about this before in, in the podcast, but what if you, like, double bluff? So, like, you know, when you, yeah, when you, you, when you get a hand, you're like, fuck yeah! yeah! that's a thing. I've never seen anyone do that. You just said the word, double bluff. That's a thing. <laughs> Quadruple bluff. <laughs> yeah, like how many times does reverse psychology really work? Imagine <laughs> you're like, is he even... I don't even know anymore. <laughs> just, I give up. Do you have a stroke or...? It's like, in a, it's like with a football in a, in a penalty shootout. The goalkeeper's yeah. like, I'm going to go that uh, way. Uh, and the, uh, the striker's like, he must be doing that because he wants me to go that way. But then, what if he knows that I'm thinking this? <laughs> oh, no. What if he knows that I know that he what knows? Is, what is life? <laughs> yeah, that is the one annoying question that's sent me into like, some weird existential crisis. 
gambling and taking penalties. <laughs> that's a existential <laughs> crisis. Simple mind. <laughs> no, watching yeah. that, you like watching football, and as soon as penalties come, I'm like, no, I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't do it. <laughs> Just in the corner, <laughs> yeah. what's he thinking? Now, what's he thinking? Does he know what he knows? Oh God! <laughs> um, did I show you this uh, this post with uh, this Instagram post with Lionel Messi and Budweiser? When he scored his 400 or 600. Yeah, they like gave out bottles to the goalkeepers who he scored against, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I showed, did I show you the other post about him? No. So basically when Budweiser told him about um, this this campaign, his first response was, can you not send and like send alcohol-free ones to the goalkeepers that don't drink? Oh, yeah. Um, so like particularly like any of the, the Islamic ones or whatever. Sure. And then he said, also don't send anything to this goalkeeper. He, he remained unnamed because he was aware that he was a recovering alcoholic. I was like, what is... What a sick guy. Yeah. Like, instead of being like, yeah, look at my success, he's sort of like, wait. (laughs) I would like to think that everyone should be like that. I think... Because that's just actually, like, caring. That's just being, like, a good person. I think it's being self-aware that not everyone is yeah, well, of your same mindset. But but again, it's also, like, if you, if you coming back to the Bitcoin thing, sorry, sorry just to quickly say, yeah, um, is, like, um, fuck, what was I going to say? Um, just being aware of everyone's, or, like, the, the, the different viewpoints that exist. It's, like, the more aware of that you are, and kind of, if you have these sort of thought experiments where you go, okay, hang on, what would I feel like if this happens or if this happens? Then if you are in that position you're then more prepared for it. Whereas if you're always just like this, then obviously you're always just going to stay like that. Yeah, and I think it kind of works both ways though. So let's say, for example, right, you are you are self-aware and you're conscious of how your decisions affect the others around you. Uh-huh. Now, let's say from, like, you, you make an honest slip-up. And this could be in whatever whatever mistake. This yeah. could be like... She happens. Yeah, so you're you're trying to be conscious of everyone's viewpoints, but then some you, something you do or something you say... Something that might offend someone. Uh-huh. Now, that person that's been offended could either have a knee-jerk reaction and think, oh, this person's so stuck up because they're up here and I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Or they could be like, maybe I should be aware of their viewpoint too. And yeah. there's, only, there's only so much that uh, they are able to be aware of. You know, So it kind of works both ways. And this is a sort of invisible, unspoken understanding that people don't seem... Like, in compassion that people don't seem to have. It's, it works both ways as well. So, like, obviously... In Wait, it? I thought already, I was saying it works both ways. Oh, sorry, yeah. No, no, I'm just. So the up. person, yeah. So the person who's yeah. trying to be considerate and makes a slip up, this person could either choose to get offended immediately and, be, and then suddenly judge that person's character and be like they're terrible, or they could be like, hang on a minute. Let me look I at understand, it from their viewpoint. I understand where they're coming from too, but I think people who see others that are more successful or in a more fortunate position than them, their automatic response is uh, they're entitled or they are they are at fault because they've got something that i haven't it was handed to them and yeah. this kind of ties into what we spoke about in the last podcast as well like with those paid drivers for example in, in formula one um those who bring in more sponsorships or uh, money from what, whatever means that is they are viewed as you know it's just been handed to them or they're born with a silver spoon in mm. their mouth or, or whatever you want to call it and it's not necessarily always the case until you've what's that, that atticus finchley quote like you have to walk a mile in a man's shoes or something before you... You know what I mean? Oh, like, uh, yeah. Something like you that. can know what they... <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah I so know what I, mean. I think I think there's a... <sighs> there's all these, like, idioms that come into my head, like, you know, give an inch and I'll take a mile. But yeah. at the same time, give them some understanding. But there's know? also no perfect human. Like, you can be as considerate as, as, you, as you can be, as humanly possible. You will fuck up at some point. 
Like, and that's what that, that all. No matter how small, how big, it's, it's how that person reacts to it, or, or, or the other. But this is where that, that mindset comes from, where it's like you can't please everyone all the time, so just make yourself happy. And I'm like, I kind of get that, and I'm I'm like that most of the time, except for the people I really care about. Because I'm like, like yeah, you know, if, if like you piss me off, I'd be like, yeah. yeah, he's got a track record of not doing that, so there must be some reason, you know. Sure. So. I get that mindset, but at the same time, sort of like you're never going to make any new friends if you're like that. No. If you're always like, I'm going to please myself because you know you can't please everyone all the time. It's like, well, yeah, but try. I think not. Bit. You know, like when, when people say you shouldn't, you shouldn't care what others think about you. It's true to an extent. You should, you should definitely think that way. But you should um, bear in mind um, the people who are closest around you. You should obviously think. Uh, you should care what they think because they're the ones who you spend the most time with. They're the ones who are going to be the most like you as well. You're going to have the same kind of you know sense of humor and all this sort of stuff and, and, and shares of interest um so and obviously they're going to know you the the best as well so if you do anything that's out of character or you start doing something a bit weird then hopefully they'll be the first to sort of tell you and then um yeah. you can be like okay maybe i should rethink this or, or maybe i should kind of hear them out and people whose um, judgment you trust are very important but then there's the i think even having that you need to be self-aware of the fact that some people are around you just being yes men which would occur more yeah. if you're if you're more well off like those fake friends you get yeah. so, like it's nice to just keep, keep a small group of friends if you have too many people like I can't keep up with people bro like is that is this part of being almost grown up because I remember when I was in like high school just being fairly good mates with everyone and then I think I got to like maybe like college and I was like fuck I think it's also because you hang out is- with them every day you see them every day so you chat with them every day but then obviously when you when you go and do other stuff it's only mm. those who you really like had a you know a connection with and like had good interests with um had shared interests with um you then stay in contact with them like us for instance right we went to fucking the same um secondary school same sick form yeah i was a, a year above you mm. i went to uni first and then you went to a completely different uni so we didn't really see each other for that whole sort of three four year gap like yeah really yeah. like not that much um and then you sort of moved back into the area and you moved back moved into east london we both moved in for a brief period of time been lots of like kind of like yeah. chilling together and then not but we we'll st- like we're still here like as if we were in fucking year 11 just still, still kids. Off, just being goofy yeah and that's what you guys are watching i think we had a pretty good discussion yeah. uh we've actually agreed to get a workout in now in minus one degrees weather so Have fun there we go wish me luck wish me luck thank you guys for listening um, let us yes. know what your thoughts are on that moral dilemma yes, uh, definitely. would you give that bomb bitcoin would you give more would you give anything who's entitled to what let us you know just in the sell it yeah, I think the brother no, did hang on to it buy bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> we're not endorsed <laughs> make sure to like obviously if you have liked it dislike it if you don't tell us why uh, yeah subscribe get involved in the comments and we will see you next week peace <laughs>